Hi everyone, Camille here and I have joining me Kelsey and Kelly again and today we are going to be discussing the different aspects of law of attraction and on all ends of the spectrum. So Kelsey, what would you say, what, what is your take or what do you, when you hear law of attraction, what do you think about? So for me, uh, law of attraction just basically means um, specifically what you think and what you speak will end up coming back to you. So if I am thinking and more so speaking negatively out into the universe, that is going to come back around at me in some way, shape, or form, probably later when I don't expect it, versus speaking positively, and then that comes back in some way, shape, or form. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I guess I would say there's there's a bunch of different ways you could look at it, right? You could look at it as a spiritual principle. You could look at it as karma. Um, but however you view it um, from your perspective, it's a very real thing. And even though it's not a concept that we can, like, physically grasp, um, I don't think anybody can really deny that it's a thing like it, it happens to all of us, um, regardless of what you believe. So it's definitely a very, um, real unseen concept. Absolutely. And I think it's becoming more and more, uh, commonplace in terms of like the general population conversation. And to me, that's awesome because I'm a firm believer in, to me, when I hear law of attraction, I immediately think what you think about you bring about. So that's good or bad. So it can work for you and it can work against you. And I would say the the flip side of that, the the less spiritual version of that for people that are not maybe not quite sold on the whole concept yet is something that I would call uh, the reticular activating system. So if you don't know what this is, this is basically what happens with when you buy a Jeep, for example, and you start seeing Jeeps all over the place. There isn't an, an increased number of Jeeps just because you bought one, but now because you have one or because you're thinking about it, you're all of a sudden seeing them all over the place now. Your brain is picking them up because normally it just goes past mounds and mounds and mounds of data all day long, but until you bring something to the front of your brain on purpose, then it's going to start hunting them out and finding where those are. So I would say both of those things are... Two, of, two sides of the same coin, whether you want to lead with science or you want to lead with spirit, I think they're both the same thing and they both have the same principle that your thoughts do matter. Kelly, what do you think of when you hear of the law of attraction? I think you both hit it. Um, I would have said the same thing. And I think initially when people talk about law of attraction, it's in relation to people. Like, are you attracted to people, Ooh, okay. right? So I think that, like, for some people, this might seem like a woo-woo concept, mm -hmm. right? Because it's, a lot of people think of it in terms of how do I, how am I, am I attracted mm -hmm. to a person, place, or thing? But I think both of you hit the, hit the nail on the head. It's really uh, what you think about, you bring about. And I think that this the the concept of what you think about you bring about gains its legitimacy when there's no doubt that in my opinion that thoughts have energy everything in this world is composed of energy and i actually came across a really interesting study in the book called happy for no reason where they did a uh, group of people and they all had them 
send negative thoughts of anger, hatred, jealousy towards this vial of water as it froze at the same freezing temperature. And it froze in a very jagged manner. And then they had another group send thoughts of love and peace and grace to this a vial of water as it froze with the same, you know, freezing temperatures situation. And this water froze into a beautiful snowflake. I feel like you can't make that up. I mean, I'm a big believer in thoughts have energy, but when I saw that study was done where they literally did nothing else but send thoughts and intention to this water as it froze, I couldn't believe it. But I know where that's coming from. So that was like... If I was of disbelief before, that sold me on it because it just proves that your thoughts do carry energy and that energy has an impact on wherever it's sending. And so I think that one of the biggest um, benefits of the law of attraction is that your thoughts send that energy in motion. And... But you have to be aware of what your thoughts are doing currently before you can start to kind of redirect those thoughts. Does anyone have anything to say on um, how to start to replace negative thoughts with positive thoughts? If you're trying to get more in alignment with positive thoughts, if you if you are like, yep, law of attraction, I get it, I'm, I'm into it, I want to see what this is all about. How do I start doing that? We're both like, me, me, me. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly, you go first, girl. I'll follow you. Okay. Well, it's interesting because, uh, first of all, there's the book, The Law of Attraction, right? So if you haven't read that book, very impactful, and it gives you steps on how to do, I think, probably what Kelsey and I and you all are talking about. Mm-hmm. But when you, uh, it, it is all about your thoughts and the way you frame them. So, like, here's an example where... You, you have to reframe everything in a positive way. And so you might say, I don't want to be sick. Like you're around sick people, right? Like we're around mm-hmm. sick people right now. You're like, I don't want to be sick. Mm. What the, and it, again, this mm-hmm. is where the woo-woo part comes in. What the universe hears is sick, mm-hmm. right? And so they're like, oh, Kelly wants to be sick. I'm going to send her some sickness, mm-hmm. right? So instead of saying, I don't want to be sick, you reframe your thoughts of, I want help in abundance, mm-hmm. right? So it's always taking whatever it is that you're not wanting and reframing it in the opposite of what you want. So you're always putting out in the universe what you do want. And I am very conscious about this. And I I have slowly replaced my internal dialogue of what I don't want with what I do want. And that is where I focus. I focus on what I want and I'm just going to let the universe bring it back to me. All right. So, so this was a perfect question because I just listened to a podcast the other day with Ed Milet and uh, his guest was, uh, his name is Trevor Moad. I don't know if you guys have heard of him or not, but he is a, he's a huge, um, uh, positive thinking mentor for a lot of major sports teams. Um, and he, uh, introduce the concept of neutral thinking. So for those of you guys listening who have never heard of that, I'm going to kind of describe it to you. So a majority of people sit in a negative mindset where they 
expect the worst to happen, right? Like that's what they're intending um, will happen out of any type of outcome. And it's a big struggle to shift from expecting the worst to just expecting the best, right? For those of us who have been practicing it for a long time, it's much easier to just shift your mindset regardless of the circumstances. Um, but for people who have a difficult time being optimistic and seeing the positive side of things, um, you can sit in what's called a neutral mindset. And basically what that is, is it's basically an observational mindset where you eliminate the emotion from the circumstance, right? Whatever negative or hurtful or um, angry feelings you have within that particular circumstance, you eliminate those and you identify what happened and accept it as truth or reality, right? Like whatever the situation is, you accept it as truth and then you assess what choice you have directly in front of you. So, uh, for example, for those clients who are looking to make a massive change in their health, right? Let's say you want to lose 50 pounds and you look at that and you're like, well, my track record says there is zero way that I'm ever going to reach 50 pound loss because everything that I've tried before I failed at, right? You have a, you have no credibility with yourself. So therefore believing that you actually have uh, a chance to achieve those 50 pounds loss is like zero to none, you know? So instead we say, okay, whatever negative circumstances happened in my life, whether I lost someone that I love or um, I was told that I wasn't good enough and this caused me to make poor choices for myself because I just, I just didn't know how to cope with it type thing. And now I am where I am right now, right? It happened. Now the choice is in front of me. Tomorrow I can either wake up and I can eat another donut for breakfast or I can have eggs, right? That's a very real choice that has nothing to do with you believing that you're going to hit that 50 pound loss. It's one choice, right? And then we make another choice, right? I have a choice to work out today versus sit on the couch. That's a very observational choice that you can make. So for some of us who are struggling from moving from a negative mindset to a positive mindset, we need to sit in neutral for a little bit, right? And just assess the situation, be very observational about what is right in front of us and what is current. And then we can slowly transition into that positive mindset of believing that we can actually do something when we actually have credibility with ourselves. And I actually, I'm going to tie that into one of my favorite ways to encourage people to kind of test out the law of attraction in their own life. Um, I call, like, I think like what you're talking about right now is what I, what I call in my words, get getting your goals within swinging distance, just setting them right in front of you. Yes, you want to know where it is you want to go in the big picture, but that is incredibly overwhelming for a lot of people, especially like you said, if that self-esteem and self-worth is not at a high place right now. So you need to kind of bring things back within swinging distance and just start bringing up that batting average and just start getting things moving. So my favorite way to do that with the law of attraction is to start to try to manifest, try to start to conjure up some of that feelings for parking spaces. That's one of my favorite ways. Everyone comes into downtown, they're like, oh, we're not going to find any parking spot. Not me. I'm like, oh, we're going to get a parking spot right by the door. We're going to have it where it's perfect place. It's going to be in the shade. I talk about exactly where I want this parking place to be. 
And when I drive up, lo and behold, my brain is set to look for open parking spaces. And boom, there's a parking space. Golden. Another one that's a really fun, lighthearted, there's no risk or reward. It's not going to really sway your belief or disbelief in the law of attraction is green light. Don't be thinking, oh, I'm going to get stuck at another red light today. Be thinking green light, green light. I'm looking for that green light. And boom, it'll switch. Because again, it just gets your brain looking for those positives. It's, it's shifting from what you don't want to what you do want. And I think vision boards can play a really big role in that as well. Kelly, how do you, what is a swinging distance law of attraction action that you do? Oh, uh, I, I don't know. I can't think of one. Right nope, now. you're good. I'm, I'm a big, uh, I like to use law of attraction and from all itty bitty, just teeny tiny things. Um, I'm a big dreamer. So before we go out on family vacations, I'm talking about the cool things I hope to find on this trip. So I'll be like, you know what? I really want to see an animal in nature doing something unique. I would love to find something for free. And I would like to run into some cool people. And I'll just try to vocalize kind of my desires for that trip. And just kind of see what happens. Because again, it gets your brain priming for those instances. And again, it's that energy involved. Look for the positives. Look for kind of that next best thing. But at the end of the day, those are all fairly superficial things to kind of be using your law of attraction for. But I find it to be kind of a fun way to kind of dip your toe into it um, without being super overwhelmed. Now, on that front, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Nope. <laughs> On that front, how or do you think there's a distinction between visualization and the law of attraction? Are they different? Are they intertwined? Because, um, like, I do use visualization. It's very powerful. And the more, like, you sound like you get kind of detailed in it, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm currently working on a project that I want to present. And I visualize where I'm standing, who I'm presenting to, I I literally can look to my right and I know who's standing there. I know what she's wearing. I know the kind of earrings she's wearing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so visualizing those details, again, what you think about, you bring about, like is visualization just a, a different way of saying law of attraction? I would say yes. In my personal opinion, visualization is the mental playing of playing out of situations in which you wish to bring to you like you're running it through already you're priming your brain for it it also gives you a nice kind of sense of calmness because you're running yourself through the play already so i would say they're one and the same uh kels where would you say where they differ or how are they the same i mean yeah i would say that those are very very similar i mean i see a lot of um people talk about having a a correct perspective, right? Like we have to have a good perspective. And I feel like law of attraction, visualization, uh, what your perspective is on the world, those are all type, they're kind of intertwined. 
basically like stuff like visualization and perspective is stuff that is inside of us, right? And the law of attraction kind of wraps a little bit bigger than that Mm -hmm. and comes out into the universe where we are not, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think that's kind of where they differ. Like your visualization and your perspective is your own. Mm-hmm. And then the law of attraction is what happens when it gets outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. Does that kind of make sense? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's how they are similar and yet they differ. No, I think, I think that's a great way to put it. I like the distinction between that. It's like the law of attraction is the physical manifestation of the vi- visualization um, that you've been kind of running through. Mm-hmm. I like it. And your body, I think, um, your reticular activating system, right? Like, mm-hmm. all of that, like, once you start visualizing, your mind goes to work trying to seek mm-hmm. that that avenue into the law of attraction, right? Your, your mind just doesn't know the difference. It, it's like, oh, it's it, I need to execute on this thought, and that's what, that's what ends up happening. And I, I think that... So it's pretty clear at this point, we all understand that your your thoughts have power and they set forward that that intention and then in return, the law of attraction will bring to you whatever you're thinking about. And I think this is the most relevant for people with the stories that they tell. What stories are you repeating to other people throughout the day? Because you kind of, you know, you have an event happen. I, as a trainer, find myself doing this a lot and I really have to be careful on what stories that I'm repeating over and over and over again because the more thought and attention that I give them the more that they're going to come to life and if I'm complaining about a, a scenario or an individual me spreading that negativity again and again and again and again has a very negative impact on my overall just brain space and so it's important to kind of think about you know, okay, what, what things are you repeating? Are you repeating the negative things? Are you complaining to other people? Or are you giving compliments to other people? Is that the majority of what's going out of your mouth? I actually, when I got into, um, when I was really first getting into law of attraction, uh, it seemed like my thoughts had some serious power behind it to the point where I almost got scared to have bad thoughts. And I think that that's really not the way to look at it. It's the thoughts that you give the attention to and that you replay over and over again that are going to have the most power. You shouldn't be afraid of having the thoughts of I don't want to be sick, but you want to put more of your power and intention on I want health, I want abundance and repeat those things and just kind of let the negatives just kind of slide off. What do you guys think about um, that concept? I was going to say, like trailing on that, um, I think one of the big things is, oh shoot, I just lost my thought. You go, Kelly. Um, I lost my thought too. Um, I, I, I wanted to flip Camille, repeat what you just said. Yep. I just had something. And um, it's are you retelling to complaints to people or are you retelling what you're looking for and giving compliments and sending love? And it, it's the thoughts you think and not fearing the bad thoughts and letting those bad thoughts slip off. Well, it's interesting when you, um, like when you have a bad day, 
right? Um, like one of the things that I think is a tool to reverse your bad day mm -hmm. is you go out and you either show gratitude, right? Or you go like go compliment someone, right? Mm -hmm. So really fundamentally that's putting a positive thought action into the world. And it is amazing how it makes you feel as the giver of a compliment. Like you can see, like obviously it impacts that person, but it almost feels, it feels kind of selfish, right? Because it actually fills your cup more potentially than, than the, the receiver of that compliment. And that is just because you're putting up a love, right? You're, you're tapping into one of our greatest emotions of, of love and, and giving joy. I remember what I was going to say now. <laughs> so, for, so for everybody listening, um, I just feel like there's people saying, like, I feel like you guys can have positive thoughts all the time, and, like, I feel bad because negative thoughts are always entering my head. And I just want to say to you right now, we all have negative thoughts hit our head every day. Every day. I don't care how much you practice positive thinking. Like, you will always have negative thoughts creep up. But, like, what Camille said is you can either choose to entertain them or you can choose to acknowledge them and get rid of them right away, right? But it's, it's your choice, and it's a daily choice as to which thoughts you're going to entertain and which scenarios you're going to entertain. And ultimately, the more you entertain positive versus negative, that's how your life is going to be. It's just as simple as that. But if you believe that there's anybody out there that got rid of their negative thoughts completely, that is a total lie. And I would even relate that to my own personal experience in the health and fitness realm. I thought I fought the battle of body dysmorphia. I thought I conquered it and I thought it was done. I thought I closed that chapter. And lo and behold, it reared its ugly head months later down the line. And I really beat myself up about it. I was like, what did I do wrong? I thought I finished this. But what I came to realize is that no matter how much self-help or information and education that you have, that doesn't get rid of the negative thoughts and negative patterns. But what it does is allows you to get that better awareness to be able to recognize, ding, negative thoughts are happening. Okay, how do I, what's my, what's my course correction set? And so what I always like to tell people is, okay, awareness bell, ding, bad thought. Okay, how do we get ourselves out of that? How do we swap that out for a positive thought? Having that awareness and then replacing it immediately. Literally, I, at the very beginning, would say half of a sentence and I would stop and re-say the sentence from a place of with more positive intention. And that's how you switch from a negative mindset to a positive mindset is one thought at a time. And recognize that those negative thoughts are never going to go away completely. We're human. They're going to circle. And also that those negative thoughts aren't the demon. Those thoughts are there to some extent to protect us. It's part of our human nature. A lot of negative thoughts of fear are based in our self-defense. They're trying to keep us alive, though it doesn't serve us in the world that we live in. So you can recognize it's happening. Use your self-discipline to just redirect your thought into a positive thought and then keep going with your life. And that's all that it happens. The best thing you can ask for is to have a greater awareness to be able to reset and to make the switch to a more positive thought. 
when when I when we talk about this, like I always call people who who sit in the valley in their negative thoughts. I refer to that as being the Eeyore, like they they're having their Eeyore moments, right? And I think when you're, I think that was a great point, Kels. Like everybody has negative thoughts, and how do you look up pretty quickly to get into the positive? And sometimes you're in the valley and you don't really know how to flip it. And um, I often go back. I, I, I try and remind myself that no one is there to rescue me. When I'm in the Eeyore moment, no one's going to come rescue me. Because I think what we feel like when you're in that Eeyore moment is you want people to reach out to you and kind of cater, kind of like mm. lean in and be like, oh, it's okay. And yeah, you should be angry. And, and when people don't do that, I think it makes you feel worse because you're alone. But if you think about that, do you want to be around that kind of energy, right? When someone is in low energy or like, think about when you go to a party and you're around really, somebody really fun, like you're, that is contagious and you want to be a part of that. Just conversely, when someone is in the corner sulking, they want you to come like rescue them, but you don't want to because you don't want to be around that energy. And so I think um, fundamentally, like I do this, um, when I'm feeling kind of like, sorry for myself or whatever, like, will someone come rescue me? And I have to come to the thought that, that I, I'm not as important to anyone else as I am to myself. And so no one is going to have a better invested interest in turning my thought process around than me. And I think that's a really hard concept for people to, to get in their head, um, that, that no one's coming to rescue you. So you have to figure out how to navigate that whole law of attraction yourself, which I think is a hard, that's a hard reality because some people don't know how to do it. And they've, they've lived in the valley and they've lived as a viewer for so long that they can't see the other side. Well, and I, would, I would say too, Kelly, um, that in an Eeyore state, right? Like kind of Camille kind of touched on it a little bit earlier where um, it's with the law of attraction, you attract um, people really more than you attract actual physical stuff, right? Um, and so when you sit in that place for so long, you're going to attract people that feel and think just like you. And that's just gonna drag you down that much further to where you, that's all you know, right? Is because you're surrounded with a group of people that are also Eeyores and we're all just sitting here together. And, and like you said, nobody's really gonna help each other because y'all got your own issues or you're just gonna share the same complaints and then we just go in this vicious cycle. Um, and so it, it really does take a lot of courage and effort to be able to, if you're in a group like that, to be able to step away and say, I need to make a change in the circle of people that I'm around and start putting out different vibes into the universe to attract the type of people that I really do want to be around. And then those people are going to start to bring with them the things that I want in my life as well. Um, and so, yeah, it's a, it's a really tough thing to, uh, to get your, dig yourself out when you have a lot of people around you that you're like, 
oh, this is just normal, right? This is right. the way it's going to be. And that's not the way it has to be. It's just the, what you've attracted into your life being in that spot for so long. Right. It's like a Lonely Hearts Club. I, right? I, They're all together. Exactly. Right. And I definitely want to touch on that directing your thoughts to more positive ones sounds like it would be easy. And I think it's entirely the opposite. Making this change is an incredibly, it, you, it requires a lot of mental cognition to be able to make this change. And so that requires a lot of effort on your behalf to be able to consistently redirect, redirect, redirect. It's not an easy switch to do that. And it's much easier to just be complacent and stay where you're at. Stay with your same friends that you're in. Stay watching your same TV shows. Stay with your negative thoughts and create your own pity party. It's not easy to direct one negative thought at a time towards a positive one. It's like trying to drain the ocean. You feel like you're pulling a bucket out and you made no difference. But what I've found is actually an easier way to get rid of negative thoughts is not to actually try to remove them but instead to try to flood them out with positive intention and positive thoughts. And the best way to do that, because that sounds like, okay, great, where do you get positive thoughts from? I would say that the easiest way to get positive thoughts is by looking at what you're consuming. What media are you dumping into your noggin? Are you watching date or are you watching uh, crime shows at nighttime? Well, guess what? You're going to be looking for more crime. Are you watching the news where they're talking about illness, death, and murder? Well, you're going to find more of those things. It's best to redirect and be really selective about where you're putting your intention to and make sure that what you're putting into your brain is good quality, thought-provoking, positive material. And the same goes for who you surround yourself with. Are you surrounding yourself with a bunch of Debbie Downers? Or are you surrounding yourself with people who uplift you and encourage you and support you? You are the accumulation of the five people you spend most of your life with. And it matters what content you're consuming on both your social media and your news. I choose to dump in a lot of positive podcasts. I choose to read a lot of high vibration, uh, positive energy books. Like Dr. Wayne Dyer is absolutely one of my favorite authors for that. So it's not an easy switch, but like Kelly said, no one should give a damn more about your health and well-being than you, and you have to be the one to make that change. You have to recognize that there is something that you don't like in your life right now and that you want something that's more abundant, more more positive, and you have to be really, use a lot of discipline to keep redirecting along the way. That was just where I am. You have to be very intentional, yes. too. And I think one of the challenges, um, you um, you gain and lose people along your journey. Um, and that's a hard um, finding your support system. And I think that's a whole other topic in and of itself because people um, have friends. Like when you start out, like um, if you're like trying to quit smoking, like people are like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, good for you. Quit smoking. And then once you become a non-smoker, your friends are then like, oh, you're not like us anymore, right? And either they're going to try and drag you back in to be with them, or you need to find a new set of friends, right? And I think that's um, a very hard reality that people are not aware of, that when you're making 
um, changes in your choices and attracting new and different things, um, your five people or your support groups will change, hands down. And I don't think people are aware of that and it catches people off guard, but it's basically it's called growth. And some of those people may be in your family. They may be blood related. Yep. And exactly. that's okay. It's the same with those negative thoughts. You don't have to try to get rid of them and extract them from your life, but you can just simply appreciate them for what they are and just really shift your focus on the positive people that do make a good impact on your life. You don't have to get rid of everyone negative in your family, but just maybe, you know, create a little bit more distance with them and spend more of your time and attention on creating positive thoughts. Um, and talking about ideas rather than talking about people, talking negatively about people will put you back into that Eeyore state, woe is me, and put you right in the middle of a pity party. It's actually a very empowering act to start to take control of your thoughts and recognize that you will lie to yourself. Your thoughts will continue to support things you have said in the past. I like to use the asparagus example because it's just very much on the surface level. But if you say, I don't like asparagus, I don't like asparagus, your brain is just always going to continue to try to repeat that, though... If you tried asparagus today and find out you actually did like it, at one point during that process, you were you were repeating a lie. You were lying to yourself, and that's okay. You have the thought. You have the power to be able to direct your thoughts and intentions, and you get to be really selective about what it is that you do want to bring more about in your life. And that's why I think, you know, painting that picture of where it is you want to go in life is so very important, especially when it comes to the law of attraction. It helps keep your brain pointed in the right direction and keep you in a positive motion moving forward. Just uh, really quickly, a couple of practical things for, because we've been talking about redirecting a lot. And I think um, there might be a couple of people who are like, okay, how do I do that? Like, give me some like real live examples of how I can actually redirect my thoughts from negative to positive. And I would say a couple of different things. Um, and Camille kind of touched on it with the flooding of, of positivity. But I would say uh, for me personally, some of the things that have worked is one, um, start to put up positive stuff or what you want all over your walls and all over your mirrors and have it everywhere you can see um, because visualization is super powerful, right? And then the other thing that's really worked for me is, is every time I've started to think something negative, if I can speak something positive, regardless of whether I believe it or not, that thought goes away, right? So it's kind of like a fake it till you make it type thing. Whenever, like, if you just try and think about something right now and then you start talking, I guarantee you that that thought will disappear. <laughs> it just has to because there's, it's, you can't do two at the same time, right? And so if you start to think negative and then you say something, it's going to stop that thought right in its tracks. So regardless of whether you believe what you're saying or not, right when you say it, if you say positive stuff enough, eventually that thought is going to go away. It just will. So those are two tricks that I've used to help me get out of a, a positive or a negative mindset back into a positive mindset is putting up visual stuff. And then when you have a negative thought, speak to it. And I think gratitude is a great, when in doubt, gratitude. And when that negative thought creeps in, just blurt out something you're grateful for. Anything, anything around you, grateful for the sun on your face, 
gratitude is the easiest way to direct into a positive thought, in my opinion. And plus, it just brings you back to uh, a positive place inside, recognizing what you do already have is enough and you're happy about it. And that's going to, again, bring more of that to you. The more things you're grateful for and cherish and love, the more things the law of attraction will bring to you that you can be grateful for and cherish and love. Kelly, what closing thoughts do you have? Um, I, I, I don't have any right now. Kelly had a long day. <laughs> I had a really long day. <laughs> she was just speechless with all of this positive intention. And actually, I would like to bring that up as well. When it comes to, um, again, being cautious of the words that we repeat, if you don't have anything nice to say, maybe just don't say them at all. Like, if, if, if you're not, if it's just not at the surface, then maybe just pass and just let it be. That's right. You don't have to spit out something just to spit out something. Um, if there's not anything there, Kels, what, what would be your closing thoughts on the law of attraction as a whole? Um, I, she got cut out there. Um, but I would like to wrap up and say, thank you for taking the time to listen to this. I really appreciate each and every moment you spend, um, listening to all of our content, our goal here. Um, with our podcast and with the guests I bring on is to just share a different way to think about your life. You don't have to be stuck in the place that you are right now. You always have the control and the power to, to change your thoughts, if at all, the very least. A lot of times life can seem like it's not exactly going in our favor, but we do always have the, the, the power within us to choose positive thoughts And hopefully through the law of attraction that will bring more positive entities into your life and keep breeding more and more of that love and positivity. So hopefully that was a great um, kind of perspective to share with you all on our three different takes for the law of attraction um, and how it can create a lot of manifestation in your life. I encourage you to get really clear about what it is that you do want and be patient with yourself. Give yourself grace. It's going to take time to con- to train your way to your way of thinking to a more positive light. And we are always here to help you. In the- if there's any way that we can, we are here to be your biggest supporter. And thank you again for listening. And I hope that you find something delightfully unexpected today. And thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.